You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's rising star, After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's rising star. After Show. Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV's rising star after show. It's week five, six. <laughs> week six and the last week of the duels. I'm Jason Eichler. I'm Heather Joy Smith. I'm Kylie Hodges. And we're listening to The Boy Is Mine because Ludacris used to be on Team Heather, but he's on Team Jason now. He is. So, it's The Boy Is day. Mine. Jason, yeah. what did you do to influence him? I can't say on camera. <laughs> But <laughs> all I know is Luda's on Team Jason. He's your main man now. He is. I'm his main man. He's my main man. Bye, Heather. <laughs> Heather's just a side girl. It's okay. Um, you had your chance. I you don't do it. the side chick thing, so now you can have him. That's oh. fine by me. Um, <laughs> so the first duel of the night was Morgan Higgins versus Money Pot. I didn't write down her last name. I neither. Um, I neither. Both 17-year-old girls, both sort of into the musical theater thing. Morgan went first, and she sang Edge of Glory by Lady Gaga. Thoughts? I liked it. I think I wish she would have toned it down just a hair. Okay. Um, Because I think it would have come off a little better. Yeah, I agree. I think... I think it was a bad song choice for her. I think this song is a good song for a show like this. But this song's about getting laid. And she's saying it she's saying it like she already got laid. And she's like happy <laughs> running through the field. But you need this is like a come hither song, like she's on the edge of glory. I think that means mm-hmm. you're about to you know. Um and she was a hair under pitch the whole time. Um but she, I mean she has a great voice, but it was just not for her. I thought it was nice. It didn't stick with me. Honestly, like, by the end of the show, I hadn't even thought about her performance. Oh, poor thing. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like her. Yeah. Just wasn't She's cute. She needs to do something a little younger and a little bubblier. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I wish the song would have been something more poppy because yep. then her energy would have matched the song. Yeah, because the song almost has, like, a rock vibe. Yeah. And that's not her at all. No. Maybe even, I don't even, I'm trying to think what she should have done. Something I, don't know. I, I think Ariana Grande is too big for her, but like something that style, mm-hmm. like very bubblegum. So Monty Pot sang "Gravity" by Sarah Bareilles, and I thought this was perfect song for her voice. Mm-hmm. I love the song, and I love what she did with it. And I think this goes back to last week when the judges wanted the one contestant—I can't remember exactly who it was—to hold the really long note at the yeah. very beginning. And that's exactly what she did. Is she started out really, really strong with the long note. And then it got really pretty. My only thing is, I think she should have Kesha told her like, "You got to let go." And I think, I think she should have had a mic stand up there, and it would have taken away a part of the awkwardness mm-hmm. of her performance. And then when she was sustaining that super high note toward the end, it was all straight tone, and it went a little under. And you're supposed to like bust into vibrato at the end, and then it would have been really cool. 
But, I, I mean, I like that she has room to grow, and she's only 17. And I, I think she needs to connect a little bit better, too. It was almost too perfect, but I feel like she can do that. Is there a thing such as too perfect? Too perfect uh. in a way that it's, like, too polished. Like, put a little dirt I feel on like yourself. I feel like she is very polished, though. And the mm-hmm. first time she sang, she was very polished. Too. Yeah, but I feel like that almost makes it more musical theater and less pop. Oh, Like, yeah. she needs a, like, it's Sarah Bareilles is, like, raspy at the piano, you know? True. I don't know. I so. loved when she held that long note, but I'm, you know so much more about singing than I do. I, it did feel a little abrupt, but I didn't know why. And I think it probably was because she needed to, like, Add vibrato. Flip yeah. vibrato, yeah. But, I mean, she's still super killer voice. Yes. So, Monty Pot won that one by a long shot, I think. I didn't write down Six, She had 66%, and Morgan had 45 Yeah. Yep. So 20, so, 21%. Poor thing. But... She'll be fine. She yeah. just needs to keep on keeping on. She needs to figure out who she is as an artist, I think, and then, and then she'll be come good. back onto one of these shows. So up next was Shamea Crawford versus Unselfish. Shamea sang Cry Me a River, not the oh. Justin Timberlake version. No. Which I got a little confused I know, at first. I was like, like, wait, this, this is not a JT song. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is it? I think, um, I didn't necessarily like the song choice. I, I feel like mid-tempo songs always die on shows like this because you need to have a moment. And for this song, for this show, you need to have a moment early on. Um, but that being said, I think she has such a powerful voice. And this is what Monty Pot needs to do, sing with conviction. Because when she sings, it, you believe it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't quite like the song choice for her. However, I did think she sang it very, very yeah. well. And I respect that she's sort of... Or she arranged it with her husband. Mm-hmm. So she's she knows what she's talking about, and I like that. And it was interesting to see that last time she was on the show, the wall didn't get raised, but she was saved by the West Coast. And this time, to get 70% was great. Yeah. Well, I think last time, didn't she sing a fun song? And it was like, oh, she sang like a strange rendition of a fun song, I believe. And so I feel like this was more her as an artist. Mm-hmm. She told us on the red carpet she wants to do Emily Sande. Which I think would be really good for her. I love that idea. Because that's like big voice, but super current. Yeah. I love this girl. I think she's going to go far. I think she had a great performance. And uh, yeah, it might not have been the ideal song, but I thought it was really cool that she added her own twist to it. And Mm -hmm. I think she has a lot of potential and she's going to go far. So she went up against Unselfish, who sang Payphone by Maroon 5. Shout Mm -hmm. out to Unselfish for watching our after show and, and taking my notes. So here's my notes for you this time, guys. Um, I think their harmonies are on point. I think the guy that went first was a little flat because the song is really freaking high. I think maybe if he... I, I don't know if he should have tried to not do it in falsetto or what, but then I feel like there was too much diction. Like, he's like, I'm at a payphone tonight. And it needs to be a little more smooth. And Adam Levine has, like, a swag when he sings it. Well, I feel like Adam Levine's voice is so high compared to their yeah. voice. So the difference for them to try and get as high as Adam Levine, it's not going to work. Because just speaking, Adam's voice is very, very yeah. high. I think maybe if they would have even lowered it, like, a whole step or something, it would have been so much better. Because then the high notes would have been on point because their harmonies are sick. Oh, they're amazing. They're so good. But when whoever, we talked about this when we were watching it, whoever was singing high was always a little under pitch. But I I hope they stay together and I hope they keep doing it because I feel like there's nobody out there doing it like them. Mm -hmm. Right. They just have some things they need to work on. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. And you and I said this while we were watching it, that very first part 
where it was just that solo, the high part, if they lost that, I bet they would have gotten a lot more votes. Yeah, I think they should start out in harmony. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so especially there. on the show like this, because you ha- you need votes in the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if Real they started out in harmony and then maybe tried that toward the end or something, and then probably they'd have a little bit more like endorphins going to hit the high notes. I'm curious. Okay, the second guy who sang by himself, Afro. Af- yeah, the Afro. The shorter guy. I don't know. Okay. This was, is the guy that sang second had the strongest voice out of all. He yeah. did, and I'm curious if he would have sang first. Had it been completely different. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, the song's written higher. I don't know if he can hit the high notes either. Possibly But I think, I mean, I do think Unselfish, this was a way better song choice than last time. But, yeah, slow down your diction. Get a little work on the high notes. And, like, come back next year. And if the show gets canceled, go to The Voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's fine. Um, So, Shamia won that one. And I'm so excited for her. She's going to be one to watch in the competition yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. So next battle was two of my favorites in the show. So I was super pissed that they put them up against each other. But it was Dana Williams versus Audrey Kate Geiger. Literally two of the strongest females in the competition mm-hmm. they paired toward each other. Mm-hmm. So Dana saying, will you still love me tomorrow? What do you think about her performance? I, You said I probably have heard this song before, but I didn't recognize the song at all, so I didn't know what to compare it to. So I really liked it. It was an interesting rendition of it. It wasn't as recognizable, though. Like, that's definitely a classic song, and I think if you heard the original, you would have been like, oh, yeah, I've heard this. Um, I thought it was nice, but, I mean, compared to Audrey, I I think Audrey did better. I don't think they compare. I think Dana is a soulful, folky singer, like she said. And I thought her runs, she did a lot of them, maybe cut back a little bit, but her runs were spot on. And I think she's the only buddy in the only person in the show so far whose runs have been that smooth. Mm-hmm. Like vocally, there was nothing wrong with it. I just wish she would have had a moment. Like she needed to wail at some point during the song and she never, it was really good the whole time, but she never, like she should have kicked it up at the end and like sang it an octave higher or something. It was just consistently beautiful. Yeah. But and you have to like, like yeah, way you, up there. you need to wow us at some point. And it was really, really good, but there was no, it was, it was like singing Colby Calais when you wanted Kelly Clarkson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson reference every episode. every episode. Hey, she's the queen of the music competition shows. <laughs> so we will always honor you, Kelly. The first. Praise. Praise, Praise Kelly. <laughs> oh my gosh. The first and the greatest. But you know what I mean? She yeah, needed, yeah. she needed to build. So she went up against Audrey Kate, who sang To Make You Feel My Love. This is a really risky song choice because I feel like everybody is so familiar with the Adele version. You like, no, the, you like the original. I am obsessed, obsessed with the Garth Brooks version of this song. Oh. And so for oh, me... Oh, I forgot you sang that. Oh, my God. Everybody is, I was thinking of Adele. People yeah, in the movie, Hope Floats. Oh, my God. Amazing. I love that song. I don't even know. It was, it's I think on my Bonnie Raitt right sings the original, I want to say. I could oh be wrong, God. but I want to say it's Bonnie Raitt. But I think I actually had the same note for her as Dana that she sang it really good, but I'm used to the Adele or even Kelly Clarkson covers it, and they go up for the high note at the end too, and she didn't do that. Mm. However, everything else was insane. Her voice is so pretty and so perfect, and I thought her look was a lot better this time. Yes. Yeah. I thought. I mean, she, these two are, I would say, front runners. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I wish tonight we could save two people because Dana would be in one of my. We'll find out who got saved at the end of this mm-hmm. if you didn't watch on the West Coast. Um, 
But yeah, I think they're both super strong. Audrey, I guess Audrey's was a little better. If if I had to choose out of the two, I would have picked Audrey. But I, again, I think they just both needed bigger moments. I love Audrey. I think she's one of my favorites. I agree. Her look was so much better this week. And also because she's so young, it is kind of exciting to see her like grow with the yeah. show. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, she, the tone of her voice is just, it's so unique. I want to see. I want to hear her do because she did Sam Smith and now this. Mm. I want to hear her do like a more like I'm trying to think of the word for it, like more folky song. Because I feel like when you see her, she's like this beachy girl, and I, I feel like she's presenting herself as a little more uptight than she is. Mary Lambert. Mary Lambert would be good. Oh, or something. Like yeah, something that. like that. Something a little more fun, a little less like these are the notes you have to hit. Mm-hmm. I think would be good That'd for be her. Nice. Interesting. So the final battle of the competition was Karen Hormsby versus Joshua PV. Karen is the, I think she has the sick child at home. Yeah, really inspiring story. And then yeah. Joshua is the music pastor. Mm-hmm. So Karen sang Natural Woman. Thoughts? Loved it. Loved it? Loved it. Me too. Yeah. Hands out, I, I was loved it. I was sad at at her sixty seven percent. I thought she did great, and yeah. I loved it. It was like inspiring. It's it like, was. I put you down, go, girl. I, I put girl power. Yeah. You rocked it. Well, I love her story. I love that she's an older adult on this show. That got that. Make, she's not even. She's old, not even. But like, um, Kylie called me old uh, like twenty minutes ago. That's true. This is a trap. I'm not old people. You are as young as you feel, Heather. I can't even argue because you cornered me. I know. Made me call you old. Listen, here's all I have to say. Karen, regardless of her age, she killed it. I thought she was great, and I want to see more from her. Yeah. Well, I thought... (laughs) I love Karen. I think she's great. I think... She needs to be more Janis Joplin and less Martina McBride. Ah. Because I don't agree. she doesn't have the big notes. She has them but she does them raspy. So she needs to like let her hair down, rock out on the stage, and she could kill it. But I think wearing the gown and being pushed back like that and trying to do Martina McBride almost makes her it, ma- it ages her voice. Makes her older than she yeah. is. Be- and if okay. she would, if she would like wear a leather jacket and rock out on stage, I feel like people would relate to her a lot more because her voice has that. When she hits the high notes and she hits it raspy, that's what does it for me. I wonder if that's just not her style. That's what I was thinking. But I think, I think that, she yeah. wants I think, to be a Martina McBride. I think she wants to be Martina. I McBride. think her voice though that doesn't fit it. Because hmm. if you if you go back and hear like when she wails. She's wailing with a rasp. Yeah. So I think she needs to pick a song. And this song, you can kind of go either way. But I think she needs to, well, spoiler alert, she doesn't get to. But (laughs) she needs needs to do a song more in the rock vibe. And I think that would be, if she did a Janis Joplin or a Melissa Etheridge song, I think she would have killed it. I got to agree with the Melissa Etheridge. I'd like to see that. Well, and she's so fun and future, sweet. And so I think she could, like, she's sassy, too. She's I think she so, could do that. Yeah, I love her. She's very nice and very, yeah, like you said, sassy. So she went up against Joshua Peavy, and interestingly enough, he was telling me that they were really good friends, like, way before the show ever started. Oh, wow. And so when they got paired together, they were both like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, because they're rooting for each other because yeah. they're actually friends. Um, and I think, I don't know where they live on this show. But the producers do that. On The Voice, when they go on the battle rounds, they used to, like, make roommates face each other. 
Oh, so rude. But it's great reality TV. It totally and is. I think they do that because a lot yeah. of the people like um, Morgan and Monty Pot were like really good friends. So I think they, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. It's very Hunger Games-esque. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hunger Games meets American Idol. And you get Rising Star. <laughs> so Joshua PV sang Too Close and he changed his song at the last minute. It was supposed to be Life is a Highway. Yeah, so he mm. told us to, all of our um, red carpet videos will be up on YouTube and AfterBuzzTV.com tomorrow. But he told us in this that he wanted to sing Too Close, and they didn't think they could get it cleared. So when he went in to sing for the judges, he had to sing Life is a Highway. And then the judges said, hey, do you have another song? And he was like, okay, good. So then I, I think the judges worked on getting it cleared or something. Wow. But I thought he, I didn't really like him the first time he sang. And this time, I thought he killed it from beginning mm-hmm. to end. Yeah. I've always been a fan of him. I remember when I saw him, I was like, this is a great start to the show. And I think that, agreed, he killed this song. I think he's very consistent. But... My only problem okay. is it was so close to the original that I don't think I would download his version because it's an exact replica. And then he didn't say too close. He sang too close. Oh. And it really bothered me. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. I just wasn't, I was just eh about it. Okay. I think because we're so attached to Karen. I'm too. so attached to Karen. I, know, I, love, I love Karen. Karen. Love her, and I think after she saying that, it was like done deal. She's got this. I know. Some. I wish I could pick the pairings, and then I also wish I could coach them. I could make anybody win. <laughs> those are my. Those ABC. are my two thoughts. There, it would be just a, sh- a competition of people singing different Kelly Clarkson songs. Yeah, no, nobody is ever allowed to sing Kelly Clarkson songs. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> so West Coast saved Drama Dana. Woo! And Kesha um also tweeted out to save Dana, so I'm sure cool. all of her fans were on that too. But I think Dana deserved it out of I, I was sad to see Karen go, but yeah. Dana I feel like has the most potential to be a star. Mm. Out of the people to save. I hope somebody watching the show or Capitol Records or someone gets Karen and works with her and does something with her. Somebody in Nashville needs to pick her yeah. up. She could for sure do like the country music thing. Or at least get her a reality show because she's so fun. Yeah, she's so oh, awesome. I would totally watch her totally show. Watch she should get a reality show. She's perfect for TLC. Karen for reality. Everyone hashtag <laughs> it. Here, we're going to develop it now. I'm calling dibs. Okay. Dibs on developing We get this show. money. <laughs> yeah. So that's the final battle. So next week is Sudden Death. And so, I think, I believe next week is when we narrow it down to eight. So everybody's going to sing. It's a two-hour show. So I think literally everyone's going to sing back to back to back. And then we live pick this up, like, the top eight. Which is very intense. It's going to be so crazy. stressful. Yeah. I'm very excited, though. It's getting, I feel like the show gets better as it goes. It does. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to get into some news and gossip? Sure. After Buzz TV News. So all of our red carpet videos will be up on YouTube and After Buzz tomorrow. In the meantime, um, Brad Paisley has been leaking his album on Twitter, unbeknownst to his record label. So he keeps posting clips like to YouTube links, and then his record label takes them down. <laughs> and then he posts more clips, and then his record label takes them down. And now he just had Ludacris tweet out a link. So it's actually really That's funny hilarious. to watch him go back and forth. But I was t- talking to his manager backstage tonight and she was saying like he thinks it's his music so he's gonna release it but it's really funny and he i mean he writes off his own song so let him be good for him and what we've heard is really good so far yeah 
And then Kesha. Kesha gave some little sneak peeks of what her album might be. Um, she said very different, right? Very different, yeah. I'm curious to see what exactly it's going to go, but she did give us a little bit of a hint, so make sure you watch our video. Yeah, and then we asked everybody, this will be the fun way to get you guys to watch the YouTube videos, we asked everybody what pickup line they would use on Tinder. <laughs> so you get to hear Brad Paisley, Kesha Ludacris, and all the contestants' answers. They so were watch some pretty those funny tomorrow. answers. Do you guys want to get into predictions? Yes, yes. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so who do we think... We've seen everyone now. Who stands out to you as like a top two or three? Okay, I'm going to still go back to last week because I think last week was still our strongest week of duels. Okay. So I'm still going to go with Macy Kate and April. Oh. And I really, really, really hope, I don't know if there's any more battles against each other, but I hope they do not pair them against each other because that would be awful. Okay, I'm going to say April... Jesse, Audrey, and Dana are my four faves. Oh, I still love Austin. Oh, mm. yeah. I love Austin. I think Jesse will go far too, though. Yeah, I think so too. Wait, which one is Jesse again? The rocker guy. The little boy with the soft voice. Oh, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. Really good voice. Yep. I was thinking of Adam James. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, this is hard. So. I still don't know how I really truly feel about her, but I think Sonnet is gonna go far. Uh, I love April. Um, uh, oh God, who is it? Oh, and then Shamia, 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 Shamia. Oh, sorry <laughs> so if she's close. watching. Uh, and Audrey Kate. I like my top. Four. Is there, okay. Yeah. We want to know what you guys think too. Make sure to comment on our videos and rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Let us know on social media. Where can they find you guys? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Heather Joy Smith. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Kylie Hodges. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Jason Eichler. And AfterBuzz TV is on all those things at AfterBuzz TV. We will see you guys back in here next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.